Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing well. I pray today is indeed the day the Lord has made. And the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us on what we should do to serve Him today. That in the end, we will indeed fulfill our purpose as He has given us to do on earth. In Jesus' name, Amen. So today we're going to be discussing the repercussions of ending seasons too early. Um, We're going to be looking at 1 Samuel 24, 1-7. And we will, in our usual fashion, discuss afterwards. Honestly, I wasn't going to speak about this message. It came into my heart, literally, as I was recording yesterday's message. And as I was recording it, that was just dropped into my heart. So I think I need to speak about it. So I pray the Holy Spirit help me to deliver this message I put in my heart. Thank you for your word. Thank you for using me as a vessel. Father, Lord, I never want to speak if you're not speaking through me. Father, as I open my mouth, Lord, feel it. Totally. And that everybody that listens to this message is blessed. They get wisdom. They get knowledge. They get understanding that they need for the sin that they are in. In Jesus' name, I pray. My Holy Spirit, speak to them directly to their situation, to their hearts. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Um, 1 Samuel 24, 1-7. We will discuss afterwards. After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told David is in the desert of Gedi. So Saul took 3,000 able young men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the creeks of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens along the way. A cave was there and Saul went in to relieve himself. David and his men were far back in cave. The men said, this is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Then David crept up unnoticed and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Afterwards, David was conscience stricken for having cut off a corner of Saul's robe. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to his master. The Lord anointed, or lay my hands on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With the words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the kill cave and went his way. His way. So I stopped there. This particular verse of um, David's life for me is very profound. <laughs> in how David responded in the testing time when he was given Saul to kill and he didn't touch him. And you see, while I was going through the message yesterday, I saw quickly something. Because you see, David was in a season of character building, right? Preparing for the throne of Israel. And we will know and understand why, because Saul wasn't really prepared for kingship. He came there with his own will and almost destroyed Israel. And then we can see his will, you know, showcasing here where he's taking 3,000 men able-bodied men to go and look for one man called David in his own so David is his brother because David came, they all came from one man Israel he ignored the fact that you know the country may be you know under attack but Philistines he didn't care he was so focused on killing David so we all know that Saul's part was already gone but you see 
the whole process of Saul was very important for David to now build character. So what Saul did not build, David was building it. And we can see that David went through a lot. Because if not, you think I said, but why not deliver David from Saul? You are God, let us, you know, moving, simple. But God needed David to go through that to be able to learn the character required to become king. So in as much as Saul was showing David hell, and he was hot, he was jumping from bush to bush, he was literally aligned to God's will because God needed him to go through that process to understand the meaning of a man after my own house. He was there, but he was bringing out that word that was inside him. Now, what is testing that was came? This, <laughs> this tough test, you know, with a, a, a huge temptation of killing Saul. And he didn't kill Saul. But you see, because he followed God's word and said, would God let me touch his own anointed? The answer is no. Because the Bible says, Touch not my anointed and do my prefer no harm. It's in the Bible. And so you say, you know what? Even that Bible verse, I will not touch God's anointed because clearly I am not supposed to. And this is a test. And that was how we ate this test. Do we realize that if David killed Saul, guess what will happen? His life will have changed. Will have become king of Israel. Everything will have been perfect and smooth. He will go back to the past and live like the king because even Jonathan has already given his kingship to David. So, no problem. Right? His worries will have ended. But if he had done that, he will have cut short a season required for him to become the king that God according to be. Which means he will not have been prepared for the throne at that time. There are so much that happened after, you know, this incident. When he met, um, what's that? Is it Ab Abigail? And Abigail came in. So there's so many things that happened afterwards. So he needed to complete that season to be ready for the kingship that he was called to. If David had stopped the season, he would not have been prepared. And he has the, he probably had a tendency to fall like Saul if he's not prepared and ready for the season. So that's why it's so important for us to let God do the work in us. I know that it is hard. I know that it is frustrating. I know that it is very annoying to go, go from like David bush to bush to stay in to protect oneself because somebody called Saul is chasing one. But if we end a season without it being finally over, without God, you know, giving us the goal that go ahead, we are potentially set ourselves up for failure in this season where God has prepared for us. Because those seemingly little foxes, those seemingly little character flaws, when it is shining, everything shines. Whether it's the good sides, the bad, bad sides, everything shines through. So everybody will be seeing us on that global um, seat, wherever it is, shining the good and the bad. But if we have Prepare ourselves. If we are going to the process and refine us as pure gold, when we go into, when the light beams on us, it's all gold that will be shining. And so, here, David did not only pass the test. He ensured he didn't cut short the season too early when he was not prepared to come king. You know, <laughs> that's hard. It's hard because just... One killing will have just, you know, 
solved all of David's problems that he thought that also the main thoughts that would have solved their issues but that would have destroyed David if David had touched God's anointed it would have destroyed him because again another cause is going to come and come because then they're just thankful for the area of mercy now but then <laughs> the cause would have come upon him because of David because he did that right so he let God do do that and we'll read later on that this test came again David had an opportunity to kill Saul and didn't touch him because you know what you know what the devil said actually this one maybe you know it's because his conscience you know struck him maybe you know God helped him let's do not test to go reconfirm it well you see David took on God's will and purpose took on God's word and refused to disobey God's word even though I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure because it says here that David was going to cut off a robe of Saul. And when he cut a robe, he, his conscience gripped him that he should not have done this thing. Talk more, you know, killing Saul. And so because, you know, he's like, I can't touch God's anointed. You know, I will confess that I cut off your robe. I will confess that. And he did. But then I will not touch you. God help us. And so today I'm here to say, Let's not cut off a season that has not ended because we are tired but desperate. And I would say, <laughs> it's like, you know how it is when one is pregnant and when you are towards the end, like when we are eight, eight months, nine months, you know, towards that tail end of pregnancy, where you're like, you know what, this baby should just come out. You are tired, you're like, no, oh, Tito, oh, You are tired for a baby to come out. But actually, the baby still has to develop a few more things to become a full baby and not need any support when the baby comes to life. And that's what we all want. But then we are just tired. Because at that point in time, we cannot sleep properly. Because if you sleep properly, you know, the baby nurse is start kicking you for my kids. It's in the night that they, they knew that they were awake. So my son will not be giving me, you know, different kicks in the night continuously. I will move my body again. It's not that again. So I won't sleep at night. When he day, he will not be sleeping. I imagine. I was like, this baby, at night I'll be up, I'll be tired, I'll be run on the bed, I will be frustrated. In the, in the day, you will hear one kick. So, when he's tired, she's like, don't come out, just come out, just come out. But we need to ensure this season ends, you know, before the birthing comes to. God help us. We know it can be desperate. I know it can, and I felt it before as well. I'm speaking to you from experience. I know how desperate one can get. We're like, you know what? Let's just end up changing. I know, God, I know you have the best reasons and intention for this. I know. But you know what? I'm tired. So you know what? While I wait for your wills to become to pass, you know, let me just quickly do this thing so I can help me, you know, find comfort and continue. But we cannot do our own will when we are submitted to God because God's will is this. Our will is that. It's not about us being right because like a situation like this, our writers will be tested. It is about submitting to God's will and showing love. And God really help us. So here today, I'm here to tell somebody today, don't end a season when it is not time to end the season. Let's yield ourselves to the process in totality and let God take absolute control. We know it is not easy. I am saying that from a statement of experience and fact. It would not be easy. But with God, as we continue to grow in that of submission in our 
we return to God. We are leading ourselves in that way, such that when the shining comes, when the great season comes, it's like I've been trained for this. So when one gets such, you know, temptations, we reach to be like, oh, this, I've done it. When we have built our character and our submission and religion so highly that we are able to continue going without stumbling Yakata. God help us. God gives strengthen us and give us the mercy that we need. That whoever you are, that you feel like you are in your eighth and a half month of pregnancy, you are you are tired. I pray God gives this strength for the remaining tail end of the pregnancy before the birthing that God has proposed and predestined for you. In Jesus' name, thank you for listening to me today. God bless you and take care. I pray for strength for you and I love you. Bye.